Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 106, verses 1 through 12. Praise the Lord. O give thanks to the Lord, for she is good, for her steadfast love endures forever. Who can utter the mighty doings of the Lord or declare all her praise? Happy are those who observe justice, who do righteousness at all times. Remember me, O Lord, when you show favor to your people. Help me when you deliver them, that I may see the prosperity of your chosen ones that I may rejoice in the gladness of your nation, that I may glory in your heritage. Both we and our ancestors have sinned. We have committed iniquity and have done wickedly. Our ancestors, when they were in Egypt, did not consider your wonderful works. They did not remember the abundance of your steadfast love, but rebelled against the Most High at the Red Sea. Yet she, she saved them for her name's sake, so that she might make known her mighty power. She rebuked the Red Sea, and it became dry. She led them through the deep as through a desert. So she saved them from the hand of the foe, and delivered them from the hand of the enemy. The waters covered their adversaries, and not one of them was left. Then they believed her words, and they sang her praise. Judges chapter 5, verses 12 through 21. Awake, awake, Deborah. Awake, awake, utter a song. Arise, Barak, lead away your captives, O son of Abinoam. Then march down, then down marched the remnant of the noble. The people of the Lord marched down for him against the mighty. From Ephraim they set out into the valley, following you, Benjamin, with your kin. From Machir they marched down the commanders, and from Zebulon those who bear the marshal's staff. The chiefs of Issachar came with Deborah, and Issachar faithful to Barak. Into the valley they rushed out at his heels, and among the clans of Reuben there were great searchings of heart. Why did you tarry among the sheepfolds, or hear the piping for the flocks? Among the clans of Reuben there were great searchings of heart, and Gilead stayed beyond the Jordan. And Dan, why did he abide with the ships? Asher sat still at the coast of the sea, settling down by his landings. Zebulon is a people that scorned death, and Naphtali too on the heights of the field. The kings came, they fought, and they then fought the kings of Canaan, at Tanakh, by the waters of Megiddo, they got no spoils of silver. The stars fought from heaven. From their courses they fought against Sisera. The torrent Kishon swept them away. The ongoing, the onrushing torrent, the torrent Kishon. March on, my soul, with might. 1 John chapter 5, verses 13 through 21. I write these things to you to believe in the name of the Son of God, so that you may know that you have eternal life. And this is the boldness we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have obtained the request made of him. If you see your brother or sister committing what is not a mortal sin, you will ask, and God will give life to such one, to those whose sin is not mortal. There is sin that is mortal. I do not say that you should not that you should pray about that. All wrongdoing is sin, but there is sin that is not mortal. 
We know that those who are born of God do not sin, but the one who was born of God protects them, and the evil one does not touch them. We know that we are God's children, and the whole world lies under the power of the evil one. And we know that the Son of God has come and has given us understanding, so that we may know him who is true. And we are in him who is true, in his Son, Jesus Christ. He is the true God and eternal life. Little children, keep yourselves from idols. Good morning and welcome to the first Tuesday after Epiphany. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Walkersville, Maryland. Our readings this morning come from come from Psalm 106, Judges 5, and 1 John 5. And as uh, yesterday was so packed full of important readings, this one uh, from Judges in particular gives us something, um, you know, the Yesterday seemed to be just rich with stuff that we could use to help us understand soldiering and scripture. And this uh, reading from Judges does as well, but also shows us both the good and the bad. As I mentioned, Judges 5 is thought by some scholars to be you know, part of the oldest section of the Bible. Um, the description of Deborah and Barak and the way she talks about what will happen and the rest of the Old Testament typically reserves that kind of language for God or God's own prophets. Um, and as a judge, she is a prophet, but she's, she talks about how she will win the victory for, etc., etc. Um, and in this passage, um, they've been victorious. Jael has killed Sisera, and this is uh, part of the song of Deborah. And if you notice, there's a couple of tribes that are called out. Um, the earlier uh, in Judges 4, the tribes that are summoned are Zebulon, Naphtali, and I believe I believe Issachar and maybe Dan. Um, and they make up the bulk of the military, the armed force that meets Sisera's army. And most of those are in the north. Uh, Issachar, Dan... Zebulon and Naphtali are all around the Sea of Galilee. These are all the northern tribes of um, Jacob's uh, descendants. And um, there's actually a misnomer. There's, there's 13, possibly 14, depending on how you count. And that's because Joseph, who was one of Jacob's sons, um, is not mentioned. He doesn't have one of the tribes because... Uh, his two sons, Ephraim and Manasseh, make up half tribes. And Joshua, uh, uh, Joseph, with his technicolor dream coat, he's the one that's sold into slavery by his brothers and half brothers, and um, goes on to basically rule Egypt and, you know, not rule, but like have a lot of power, even though he wasn't the figurehead, head of state. Um, and so his sons, he's excluded from the list, and his sons, Ephraim and Manasseh, are. And he is really prosperous. In fact, Manasseh has two plots of land given to it in the book of Joshua. So there's East Manasseh and West Manasseh. Um, and East Manasseh is often clumped together with the Galilean tribes up in the north. Um, and it, in the Roman era, um, uh, East Manasseh was called Perea, and it was also clumped together such that Antipas 
um, ruled over Perea, which is East Manasseh, as well as the tribes that are mentioned, Iskar, Dan, um, Naphtali, and Zebulon. And Zebulon and Naphtali are the two particularly warrior tribes, but notice who is mentioned and who's not mentioned. Um, uh, I noticed Ephraim, Zebulon, um, Reuben, Asher, Dan, uh, Issachar, I think I said Naphtali, Reuben, and Benjamin. They're not all mentioned, and not all that are mentioned are actually in positive light. The tribes that are not mentioned are Gaz, Gad, Judah, the royal line, um, West Manasseh, and Simeon. All of them are not mentioned. Um, and some of them that are mentioned are mentioned for um, hanging out by the sheepfolds to, um, to hear the, what does it say, the piping for the flocks. Some of the tribes were, uh, you know, shied away from the fight. And those tribes were Reuben, East Manasseh, Dan, and Asher. And they were there, or they were, you know, they were in the land, but they didn't help. Um, and before or after this reading is cut off at verse 22, or verse 21, verses 22 and 23 actually curse the land that those tribes belong to. Uh, it's, they, it's called Miraz. Um And that's because not all the tribes did their fair share to drive off Sisera. Um, Zebulon, Naphtali, um, um, Issachar, Benjamin, um, West Manasseh, Ephraim, they all did good job, uh, a good job in helping the tribes um, defend from this threat, this very early threat that uh, the Israelites included first when they went to um, record their own history. Um, and so sometimes the uh, sometimes what I've noticed is that theologians and pastors have kind of this black or white mentality around military services, though it's either good or bad. Um, it, it may be helpful to think of it uh, the way some people think of them, of police, of law enforcement agents. They're either good, you know, they're, you know, there's no such thing as a good soldier. There's no such thing as a good cop. Um, or, you know, thin blue line, we stick by them, you know, no matter what. Um, so there's this black and white dichotomy. Um, and I'm a bit of a moderate. I think there are both good cops and bad cops, and that there must be good cops and bad cops in order for policing to be, um, to exist. Like we, you know, there's no such thing as you know, to, or rather, I should say, to equate all of something to one thing or another is, well, I mean, it's literally the, the definition of prejudice. We, we don't care for facts. We don't care for, um, you know, nuance and complexity and detail. Um, we just want to paint with broad brushes. And I, I think there instincts like that vary in their justifiability, I think, Right now in America, I think it's more justifiable to hold that kind of view that there's no such thing as a, a good police officer. Um, I think it's more justifiable, um, and I'm, I'm speaking in generalities and popular conception, I think it's more justifiable 
say in Vietnam to think that every soldier was you know basically carrying out this unjust war. Um, I don't think it's the as justifiable now, um, and I think even then it was problematic. But I think just in terms of of what we knew and the way uh, when we knew it, you know, I, I I think I can understand. That isn't to say that's what I believe. That is to say that um, that uh, you know I don't I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to make excuses, but I also want to understand why people hold these binary, um, you know, kind of images in their head. Um, and I think the binaries are wrong. I think the binaries are harmful. Um, if we think that, you know, the 12 tribes all got along and, you know, uh, it was just, you know, kind of unfortunate that they were eventually divided. Like, no, there was politics, there was corruption, there was... Uh, infighting, you know, throughout judges, not just in this one, um, and they they would curse each other. They would, um, you know, some would be brave sometimes, and others would be um, faint-hearted another time. Um, and I think the same is true. I know the same is true for the military. There are both good soldiers and bad soldiers, and every soldier is expected to be a good soldier, just like every cop is is expected to be a good cop. And that means we don't make excuses when good cops turn out to be bad cops. That they have every opportunity to be good, just like every soldier is trained and, and for the most part, um, able to be a good soldier. Um, might be difficult, but it is possible. Um, just like every tribe of Israel had the capacity to do good and be good and to reflect God's glory in the world. And that didn't always happen. And some tribes did really good sometimes and not so great other times. Um, other tribes were mostly bad. Other tribes were mostly good. And it requires a certain level of attention to actually get into the nitty-gritty to appreciate what's really go going on in order to understand um, not necessarily the, the minutia of it, but to make sense of the whole without excluding, without uh, ignoring the minutia of it. A prayer for the mission of the church from the Book of Common Prayer. Ever-living God, whose will it is that all should come to you through your Son, Jesus Christ, inspire our witness to him, that all may know the power of his forgiveness and the hope of his resurrection who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast at patreon.com slash pewpewhq. You can contribute as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instructions will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with Pew Pew HQ in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less. Prayers can be included in the episode, read anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in First Formation. 
I hope you'll continue to listen, even if I can't convince you to jump in. This has been Brother Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.